Hello, photography lovers, and welcome to another episode of the Fashion Photography Podcast. Today is a special day because it's the last episode for 2018. What did you thought? That we were stopping the show? No, of course not. We're enjoying every single minute of it and we love you so much that we are not planning on stopping anytime soon. It's just the last one for this year. So right after the Christmas holidays and the New Eve, we'll be back here ready to share more. And yes, it's the last episode, but we'll continue to be active on our website, photographypodcast.net where soon you'll be able to find our annual report of the episodes you loved the most during 2018. Also, on Monday, I'll be sending you our Mighty Monday, the newsletter where I share some useful information and also giving you a chance to expand your portfolio and make it even better by giving you some challenges. So guys, if you want to subscribe, go to photographypodcast.net and become part of our newsletter. I want to tell you that this episode is very special because it's that time of the year and, you know, there are gifts. That's right, we are having a special gift for you. But before that, let me tell you what's the episode about. In the Fashion Photography Podcast Facebook group, you shared with us that you're really interested into the making of the mood board. And we completely agree that the mood board is super essential part of every photo shoot. So today we're going to break down what's the mood board exactly and how to do it. And in the end of the show, you'll be able to receive your special gifts. Before we dive deep, I need to tell you about our friends from Lucy's Magazine and Shoestring Magazine. They're waiting for your new editorials and you can also send them a mood board for your future editorial. So let me tell you how to do this mood board in today's episode. We're all visual people and we usually work in a team as fashion photographers. You know, the team is crucial part in our job. Many times the photographer is the person coming up with the idea, but not always. Sometimes a makeup artist can be the art director of a beauty shoot. Or you can be working with an agency or an art director. What would happen if your art director comes to a shoot and they start to explain to you what they want from you on the day of the photo shoot? I got the answer. It will become a disaster. Maybe you don't have the right number of lights that they want. Maybe you only carry reflectors for harsh light. And they want a very soft look. Maybe they're imagining the makeup to be super sparkly. But the makeup artist has only supplies for a natural look. They want a Gatsby style from your stylist and she brought only rock and roll looks. Told you, it's going to be a disaster. So we need some sort of a way to unify all of these ideas before the photo shoot. And that's exactly the reason why we use mood boards. Thanks to them, we show our teammates what exactly do we have on mind. A mood board can vary a lot depending on the idea and what are the most essential parts of it. What my mood board usually looks like is a few pages scattered together with some images and some text on it. On one of the pages, I usually gather different images similar to my idea and I make sure to put a little bit of text clarifying my thoughts. On another one, I'm going to have my styling ideas. If you don't know the brands that your stylist is working with and where exactly they'll be picking up clothes from, but you have like a clear idea for one or two images, 
you can simply make a separate page listing the things that you'll need. For example, a turtleneck for a close-up and a pencil skirt, let's say. Of course, you need to know that you cannot expect to see exactly the same pieces. But it's going to be a good way for your stylist to have a general idea of what you're going to need. If I'm doing the mood board and I don't have any preferences, I'll just pick up some images of the style that I think is going to fit the shoot. Of course, in case my stylists know exactly the pieces that I'll be picking up, I'll ask them to send me some images of the specific pieces so that the rest of the team can see them, because this way they can get really inspired too. So I'm going to put these images into another page called Styling. We need a different page for the makeup and of course another one for the hair. On these pages we'll put similar images to what we want from each member. If you want them to come up with specific idea but you're not exactly sure what this should be and you just want them to be inspired, they probably need like a general push. So if you want some curly hair but you're not very sure of the form of the curls and the hair overall, you just can put some curly models to remind to your hairstylist to think in this direction. Of course, they're the professionals, they know the best what to do, and you want to give them the chance to show up their ideas and skills. But you need to give them a direction, because you're the one presenting the idea. Otherwise, you're going to end up in the first situation with the art director that told you what to do on the day of the photo shoot. There always needs to be something in the photo shoot that is the accent. In other words, you cannot have an accent on the makeup, an accent on the hair, and an accent on the styling and expect it to be an amazing shoot with amazing outcome. You probably need to just pick one of those three things. So the mood board is a great way, as I said, to give a general idea and direction to the shoot. What's important for you and your teammates to know is that these references are exactly this. They are references. You don't want to copy anyone. Copying won't get you anywhere. In my opinion, the purpose of the mood board is to be like an inspiration board. And this is the case when we talk about the idea beforehand. But in case you're talking to a client and they have already approved on this idea, you need to know that the mood board is set in stone. So in case you want exactly the same, let's say, hairstyle that you have on the mood board, make sure to point this out to your hairstylist. The whole reason why we are making mood boards is that the preparation process will help you to clear up the idea in your head and also to help your team members. The other great benefit, in my opinion, is that this will save you tremendous amount of time during the shoot. And that's exactly the reason why you probably want to have a page for some poses or some additional materials that are going to help your process. For example, you can put some images from the location that you're going to use. This way, even not all of the team members has the opportunity to visit it, which is probably going to be the case, they'll be able to see what you've liked on this location. And of course, if you're already done with your casting, you can put some photos and the names of your models. Or you can put some similar faces or specifics and you can also send this mood board to the model agency. Especially if right now you're developing your relationship with the model agency, this will help you a lot because this way they'll know what to expect. And if they see how prepared you are, they'll know how serious you are about your job. 
And it's not just about the motor agency. Also, everyone in your team will be aware how important this project is for you and that you're a real professional. One small tip that I can give you is to make sure that you have your mood board saved in different file formats. I know it sounds funny, but this is important because we're probably really devoted to this project, but it might be a little bit different for the rest of the team members. Let's say your makeup artist is super busy and she's constantly running from one client to another and then on a photo shoot. Yeah, congratulations. Your makeup artist is probably very good to be so busy. But yeah, she's very busy. Maybe she won't have the time to check her email on time and she won't know what's going on with a photo shoot. So what I would do in a situation like that is to make sure that I have each and every page saved in a JPEG format. This way, I'll be able to send it to my makeup artist, also on Messenger, let's say. While she's running from one client to another, she'll be able to just scroll through the images and make sure that she's updated with the project. To be honest with you, I really like to take care of my team. And when we do personal projects, I know that all of the team members are part of the project because they want it, but they're not paid or obligated to, so I'm always ready to make this additional effort. Of course, as we said in the beginning, the mood board is usually made by the carrier of the idea. And this is not always the photographer. The example that we gave in the beginning, that your makeup artist can be the art director, is something very real. Maybe you're doing some beauty editorial after your makeup artist's idea. So they can do the mood board for you, for the model and for the rest of the team. Of course, makeup artists need to know what a certain light can do to their makeup, but they don't need to know the specifics of how this light is called. So... I think it's always a good idea to put a little bit of text on the pages of your mood board. Let's imagine we're looking together at a mood board right now. On one of the pages, we see one or two images, and on the right, we can see a text saying, we want the images to look like they've been shot on sunlight. We have harsh shadows and very high contrast. So here, you have all the essential information. Maybe the images are not very right, but it's the idea overall. And now you as a professional know exactly what you're going to use to make this sunlight effect. On the next page, we see a few images on the right. And on the left, there is a text. Floral motifs, feminine curves, tender colors, fluid materials. Well, that's obviously the styling page. And now your stylists know exactly what to bring. The thing is, the text does not have to be full of terminology. Actually, exactly the opposite. You need to explain to your team what you want from them in a very simple way. Next thing, if I'm the one putting the overall idea together, I'm going to have some additional pages for sketches in case I have something particular in my mind. You don't need these additional pages, but to me, they're really helpful. You see, sometimes I dream about my projects. I wake up during the night and I sketch out some of the poses and the photos I dreamed of. That's exactly the reason why I always have a notebook on my nightstand. And I don't want to lie to you, I'm very, very bad at drawing. You can ask my team, they're constantly laughing at my sketches, but the thing is those sketches are usually coming to my mind very fast and I just need to work fast. So they're usually very ugly, but they're working for me because I draw with simple lines and I usually get to recall my dreams in the morning. 
and many times you can see a little bit of text next to them just clarifying what I've tried to draw. Thanks to these little sketches, I'm able to find some similar photos that later on I'll arrange as my mood board. So again, sketching out your editorial with simple lines is not a necessity, but it can really help you to make sure that your editorial is going good together. The same is the role of the mood board, but it looks much more polished and professional. However, the thing that you should never forget is that it's good to have a rough idea, but you should always be ready to improvise a little. So have your mood board, but be ready for some challenges during the photo shoot. And the good thing is that this is going to make your project a little bit more fascinating and your process will be funnier and better for each and every one of the team members. I must admit to you that every time I have a mood board, my process is much more efficient. We all know what to do and usually we finish a photo shoot very early simply because we were aware of what's exactly that we need to do. Okay, and now as I promised in the beginning, We've prepared some very cool surprises for you. In the show notes, you can find a link to a video of me preparing my latest mood board. And this, by the way, is a sneak peek into a photo shoot that it's not even out yet. And that's not all, folks. <laughs> We've prepared another gift for you. There is a completely free template for mood boards. This is my personal template and it's very simple, but it's also very useful, so I hope it will be helpful for you too. I really hope that you're going to enjoy this Christmas presents. And guys, don't forget to share this podcast with all of your team members. Thank you guys so much for being with us today. And we cannot wait to see you very soon in 2019. We wish you Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.